Come on, this all day. We're in the end game now. What's up? Welcome back to the Weekly Bugle Podcast, where I am one of the co-hosts, Tyler. And I am your other host, Jesse. And today we have the last episode of the Winter Stalking and the Winter Soldier. This one's called One World, One People. Um, before we kind of get a start off, Jess, did you, uh, did you enjoy the episode? I love this episode. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I think they really stuck the landing. You know what's crazy, though, is when it first came out, it had a, uh, the episode itself had a rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes. Did it? Yeah. That's yeah, cr- I guess that's... critics were saying, I think people, or critics, you know, air quotes, were upset that it didn't, I guess, tie a lot of the loose ends. But at this point, yeah, I did yeah, see, uh, they leave loose ends as like, it's an exciting thing. I, I did see like the comic book news talk about they had like eight loose ends they didn't touch. Like just one yeah, of them being, we're not talking about later. this one. We're not talking about this one, but one of them being like, where's Steve Rogers? Because there's so many, I heard he's on the moon kind of references. That it's yeah. just something they didn't tie up. I might talk about that a little bit as we keep going. That's probably All a fun right. one. But yeah, it is, I don't know. At this point, I feel like you should expect that that's what's going to happen in the show. I should say at this point, new reviews have come in and it is, you know, scoring higher. Yeah. It just kind of threw me off. I was like, people put it as rotten. Like that's kind of astounding because it's... uh Probably, yeah, it's it's up there. It's really good episode. I was extremely satisfied with it. We're gonna rank the episodes later, like it's a teaser. But just to throw that out there, it's by far the, my favorite episode. So you're just gonna spoil your number one spot right off the bat. <laughs> not, not that anyone really cares. <laughs> so let's jump into it. Mm-hmm. Um, just like last week and the week before, we're gonna talk about the points and characters that we thought are important towards the episode. Not necessarily scene by scene breakdown. So to start off, we're going to start off with Smiling Tiger, aka Captain Falcon. Not Captain Falcon, Sam Falcon, aka Sam Wilson. Oh my God, aka Black Falcon, aka Captain America. Is that right? Is that enough AKs? Yeah, that's plenty. There are probably more too, but I think you got it. (laughs) So Smiling Tiger, I mean Captain America. That's a Mm -hmm. joke for visual audience or uh, audio audience um so let's start off what are, what are your thoughts on his suit perfect i was surprised that um well i guess i wasn't too surprised i was hopeful that they would pretty much do like a one-to-one recreation of the comics outfit which they did it's very accurate if it's very not close. entirely you know down to the last detail accurate to his captain america outfit in the comics because it was a legit thing captain america was at one point Falcon. Yes. So yeah, it looked great. Uh, I was upset last episode. I was like, oh, they're going to leave the cliffhanger of him opening the chest. We're not going to get the suit. You I didn't mention that. But now I'm happy that they didn't because the reveal was so good in this episode. It was well worth it. Just a little tease of him flying. And then yeah. when he throws the shield and it's like a zoomed out quick shot and you just kind of get a quick glimpse at the suit before he busts in did Perfect. you notice i don't you have uh subtitles on uh yeah i did on my second did you year. notice it said sam uh sam wilson but after he announced himself as captain america it changed it from uh sam wilson to captain america and all the subtitles when he first started oh i didn't catch that that's really cool there I was like an, that detail there was another detail uh, after the end of every episode it said falcon and the winter soldier but this one said captain america and the winter soldier 
Yeah, I did notice that. You I did that, one that with touch. Her. Yeah. Um. So I I loved his suit. I loved everything about his suit. Um. One thing I did notice, um, on Captain America's suit in because uh, this is this is basically like a replica, I think, of the suit from Winter Soldier. Uh, Steve Rogers suit. Yeah, Steve Rogers. They're, um, they're kind of close, yeah. But Sam has two wings on his uh, on his vest. It's like his uh, his chest. You did you notice that? Uh, no. Okay. Or I didn't so, pay that close attention to it. I so, was too much in awe. You're in awe. So some <laughs> you, you would first think that it's like it's wings, right? Mm-hmm. But when jets are flying and they lose a man, they still fly in formation, but they leave that spot open, right? Mm. So it's like rumored that he has two wings, and when he th- when his wings come out, it's the third wing basically, and he's like a man down because Steve isn't there. Oh, that's interesting. That would it's, be a neat touch if that's legit what they were going. Yeah, for. it's like a small Easter egg. Okay. I don't know. I I, I saw that in a video. I hundred percent didn't find that. I saw it. somebody else like saw it. Yeah. I would have sent you the TikTok, but you said no more TikToks. Yeah, I'm not a huge TikTok guy, but <laughs> I'll trust you on it. Um, any um, but I do love his suit. Just like you said, the uh, how it you know popped in was just it's not popped in, but uh, the reveal, the reveal. Mm-hmm. was just it's phenomenal. I thought um, the suit, and then how he you know who are you? I'm Captain America. Like he, the way he owns it was just phenomenal. Yeah, he really does carry the presence. I yeah. think um, a long time ago we had said in like um, before we had started doing like the Falcon Winter Soldier podcast back when Endgame, like before Endgame, we were saying who we because we didn't know if Winter Soldier or Falcon mm-hmm. would take over the mantle once Chris Evans left and Steve Rogers was gone. And both of us were like, I really want it to be Bucky. Really yes. wanted to be Winter Soldier. 100% I wanted but Bucky. But now I'm so glad and I understand why they went Falcon. I think yeah. we wanted Winter Soldier just because we thought he was cool. And I think he yeah, had 100%. the cat mantle first. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I may have that And wrong. because but, of the and the metal arm. Yeah, and the metal arm. So he is a pretty, he would be a cool Captain America. But I'm I'm so glad that they went the Winter Soldier route. It may, or the Falcon route makes yeah. so much more sense. It feels, he does feel like the right the right choice. No, I agree. A hundred percent. He does. He, he embodies Captain America, I think. And you, we see this throughout the episode. Yeah. I think the thing that really got me was the, the speech when he's talking mm-hmm. to the, the senators. I think that's a scene that could have very easily been cringy or kind of gone on too long or been overdone in any other shows, but I feel like it was written really well. I got a good sense. I kind of, um, you know, I was definitely on Falcon's side. It, it made a lot of sense. And it's kind of relevant to, you know, today, real life sort of stuff, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was really well written. And that stood out to me because it it's nerve wracking when when shows try to get really political. Yeah, because it can go wrong very quickly. But or they, they talk did about right. social justice. But yeah, I agree. Um, they did a phenomenal job with the speech. Um, I. uh Sorry, I don't have my contact, so I'm struggling to read a little bit. Um, I thought it was good when uh, someone asked him, you know, is he the uh, the new appointed cap? Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't remember, but I think he ignores that question. But what did you did you like? Did you like that question? It's a very small I detail. Didn't, I didn't notice it. Was it when he showed up and the reporters were asking? Yeah, 
because I kept getting thrown off when they asked him Captain Falcon because I kept thinking of a uh, Marvel the Nintendo uh, character. Nintendo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Falcon Punch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. So I kept, I did, yeah, I missed that. But I guess he's technically not the appointed Captain America because the no. government would still have to do that. But I think but, it's pretty likely. I mean, it's pretty official in itself. They may have a scene where they officially appoint him, but maybe. Um, I don't know they I, need to. I do think, though, uh, that speech, going back to the speech a little bit, I think it shows that he is the right Captain uh, America just because he's standing up for what is right. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like the, you know, whatever the case is, he's going to side with the right right side, not something that's uh, like how Steve side in the Sokovia Accords, you know, how they're policing them and, you know, he disagreed with it. Right. So I think that's something that Sam's going to embody really well, standing up for what's right. Yeah, and Steve, yeah, like you said, Steve does that in Civil War. He also, uh, you know, has that topic with uh, Nick Fury in Winter Soldier about the, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but the whole plot of Winter Soldier when the, yeah. the helicarriers are going up. So there's all Oh, that, basically, um, like, they're making... Peacekeeping. Yeah, they're basically signing who's uh, a criminal before, like, they've even done anything. Right, right. But my point being that Steve was willing to have these debates with higher oh, yeah. I agree. people and not really uh, like slink away from the authority, like due to somebody's authority. So, and I like that, um, I don't know, Falcon does it in such a respectful way too. You can really see his old, like, what would you, he's not a therapist, but his um, mentor just, type of, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, counseling. He's good kind with of. people. Yeah. yeah, he's good with talking and kind of being on your level and not being rude about anything, just being very upfront and respectful about it. So, yeah, I really enjoy watching him talk and bring these points. It kind of makes me acknowledge things, too, listening to him. I'm like, oh, yeah, you do have a good point. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I like that. And I think Anthony Mackie's doing a – I mean, we've said it so many times. He's doing yeah, a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job, it. yeah. And I thought – I'll be the first one to say I didn't think he'd be – uh, a person to lead a show or a movie, but he yeah. proved me wrong. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, you want to talk a little bit about his fighting style? Yeah, we can what go did you think the, about like, that fighting style and the and the suit? I like him because he's not just because he's taken on the Captain America mantle. He's not fighting like Steve Rogers. He's not super powered, so yep. his kind of personality and moves or yeah, skill set come through in his combat techniques and i like that because you even see with batrock he's struggling with batrock he doesn't just all of a sudden take him down i think it's even kind of concluded that batrock wins that fight yeah i agree kind of bails out because he has somewhere else to go um something um, yeah what do you think um what i do appreciate about him is like i was remember last episode the last pot i was like yeah he's gonna get an exosuit he has to get an exosuit because and well i was wrong there's no exosuit but he uses his wings and his jet propulsors kind of like an exosuit. So mm-hmm. when he needed to like get more power, he like the the jets help him get more power. Yeah, the thrusters. Yeah. Um, so that's something I did notice. I also noticed like when they're flying, he throws the shield into mm-hmm. the helicopter. You can see he does like a flip to throw. Like he put his entire like body weight into that throw. Mm-hmm. And that's something we don't see with Steve or even Walker when they throw the shield. 
Yeah, they have know. a lot more strength just in general, so they don't yeah. have to lose that momentum. Cap kind of, or Steve kind of did that a little bit sometimes. The, I think he did that like more towards twist. the beginning, like first yeah. Avenger, versus like when you see him throwing the shield in Endgame. Like that's a completely different fighting style because he's kind of learned his strength level. That yeah. makes sense. I think I would like kind of chalk it up to Sam being a lot more acrobatic in okay. his fighting style. He's, he seems a lot more flexible and fluid in his movements because you've seen like he was practicing in the woods, doing all those flips and catching the shield. And when he's fighting Carly later, you see him kind of defensively kind of doing some side flips off to the side. And yeah. So I, I like that. It wasn't something I expected from him, but it, it does make sense. He's a little bit more maybe evasive or, or zippy. More of like Cap, he has, who's a little bit more of a brawler. He has like a counter kind of fight, but like, what's that? Yeah. Uh, what's that fighting? Uh, uh, you said you wanted to learn it. Um, yeah, because like it's more like it's a defensive style where you use yeah. their weight against them. And uh, oh, yeah, Sam like isn't using and stuff. Sam like isn't using it, yeah, yeah, Sam isn't using it, but it's something similar because he's using their momentum versus the, against them or their. Uh, and he's just kind of countering their move to till he finds an opening to like exploit basically. Right. And is I like that he's incorporating the wings a lot too. Yeah. The kind which, of, we saw him stand his ground by digging him in to the to the ground. Yeah. And, and um yeah, when that helicopter crashes, yeah, he, make, he say, can make that that shield, shield around himself yeah. out of the wings. And, and they the are wings, vibranium. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. The, they must yeah. be vibranium. I'm sure the thruster is two, I would assume. Yeah, it has to be. So his, his I would he, those we, compartments, yeah. We shouldn't see his uh his wings getting broken off or messed up anytime Good. soon. Which Good. he needs his wings for as long as he's Captain America. He needs every advantage he can get. Yeah, I don't want to see him grounded all the time just because somebody decided to rip the wings off. I mean, we'd see that constantly otherwise. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen it twice. Exactly. So. Yeah, I'm fine with them. It's a good reason to just keep him a lot more mobile and keep the wings on. I don't like it a lot when heroes get depowered as kind of like a story beat because I want to see them in their mm -hmm. in their their move set. So unless it's temporary, I don't really like it. So I'm glad that they went that route. Um, totally into. I'm totally into the suit. The suit's perfect. I have no yeah, one hundred percent how it's utilized. Really creative uh, in like the choreography. So yeah, I'm very much excited to see more of that. Um, so I guess the next question is, um, so after we watched this before, uh, it was announced maybe like a couple hours later that Captain America Four is going to be written. Um, yep, I had already written the same down showrunner too. Yeah, I had already written down. Does he stay on the small screen and go back to the movies? But that answered that question. So what do you think Captain America Four entails? Man, I don't know. I was surprised they weren't just going to do a season two, but they're just going to jump on right into a into the fourth movie. Uh, do you have any ideas offhand? Because I would have to um, think about it. I think they do. They go back to the movies just because it's a bigger profit versus mm -hmm. the show. Or I mean, um, what do you think the story will be? No, no, I know that. That's why I think they're going back to the movies, though. Oh, okay. Because the profit wise, um, I think it's. I want to say it's going to be something dealing with more social justice because they really tied into that. Mm -hmm. I do think um, Bucky's going to be in it some form of way, but like story-wise, I think it's really too early to tell because we still have yet to see like Doctor Strange or uh, 
Black Widow. I know there's a new Spider-Man coming. So I really don't know what it's going to be. Maybe uh, help jumpstarting Sword. Could be. I think, um, I guess we could kind of tie into this. There is the, I thought Cap was on the moon. Isn't Steve on the moon kind of thing? Maybe. I wonder if. Maybe he fights Thunderbolts. See, I was thinking because Captain America 4 could be so far down the list. I mean, potentially phase five is what we're talking, like around the time of Blade. Well, aren't so, we in phase five right now? I think we're in phase... I bet we're in phase four right now. I could be wrong. But um, regardless, the next series beyond the one that we're currently in, because I think the Fantastic Four ends this phase, and then the next one, all, all we know so far is really Blade. We may know some other ones, but it's pretty deep into the bench right now. Yeah. So I would say... If they are doing something with Chris Evans, if all this, we're we are in phase four. Okay, so if they if Chris Evans is coming back in some capacity because they keep hinting at Steve being on the moon, they do it twice. I thought that was actually going to be the reveal at the end, like an end credit scene. That'd have been awesome. I could totally see Old Man Cap kind of calling the shots with Nick Fury, maybe in Sword. That would make sense as to why he would be in space. They said that Chris Evans' role is going to be separate from the Captain America 4. So I think that's another thing, is they're talking that there could be a... Yeah, so Captain America 4 obviously won't have Steve Rogers' Captain America. Correct. But there's been rumors going around that maybe Chris Evans will have a separate project that he'll be a part of. So From what I saw, it's going to be um, him returning the Infinity Stones. That's the rumor because yeah. the Russo said that they would like to explore that. I would like to see it too. Oh, 100%. I'd love to see when he goes to return the Soul Stone mm-hmm. and uh, he sees Red Skull. Like, what's yeah. his reaction going to be? I think everybody wants to see that because I kind of felt cheated that we didn't see that in Endgame. Well, in Endgame, uh, Hawkeye is like, yeah, tell the guy with the red face up there. And like, yeah. Cap doesn't say anything like red face. Like, there's nothing. Mm hmm. Yeah, he didn't. I guess there could be so many different red people. You just, yeah, you never know who you're going to encounter. It would be weird to find Red Skull with the Soul Stone anyway. I think if I was Cap, I wouldn't put that together either. Or I'd maybe go, Red Skull? No, no way. So I could totally see that. But yeah, if it's just a one off that he shows up to do the Infinity Stone story, that would be cool. Maybe we could see some of what him and Peggy have been up to in the meantime. Or yeah. I don't know. But my money's still on. If Chris Evans is willing to come back in a small capacity, maybe old man Steve would be my guess. Especially with Samuel L. getting kind of older, somebody's going to have to take over as the leadership soon. You don't think it's going to be uh, his, his uh, right-hand woman? Maria Hill. Yeah, yeah Maria Hill. Hill would make sense. But yeah, if it's not her, I could totally, I don't know. My point is, is I could see that being a good way to utilize <laughs> Steve Rogers, if you wanted to bring him what if, um, back in some way. What if, uh, I know I'm kind of jumping, but what if Sharon has been working for uh, Fury this entire time? She could be. Um, like, that's so Fury to send in one of his most trusted agents to the uh, evil empire and gain their trust just to, like, catch them all at the very end. I could see that. I guess should we talk about Sharon a minute since we're kind of dipping our toe in that? Yeah, well. We'll, we'll, we can, and then we'll go back to the Bucky, Bucky or something. But yeah, okay. 
So yeah, so with Sharon, the reveal being that she is the power broker, and then at the end, uh, Sam fulfills his promise, gets her a pardon, and then she makes a call that now she's going to have inside information and access mm-hmm. to weapons and prototypes, all this stuff. Even though she doesn't have the super soldiers anymore, she does have all these other goodies. So the I'm assuming on the phone, we, we don't know exactly who she's talking to. I took it as maybe that... Um, you know, assistant that she was riding around with last time. But um, I know one buyer. theory. Well, I think she was saying to line up buyers. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. One theory going around, and I do kind of like it. We know that there's a secret invasion story coming before yeah. too long. So the idea is that since this is such a big character change for <laughs> Sharon, going from good to very much bad all of a sudden yeah that it could be some sort of scroll insider like impersonator yeah use sharon's face to yeah make all, all these different moves and to get that uh kind of inside information so maybe that could be the way that we're going is there's this is actually a scroll i don't hate that idea we know we're getting secret invasion secret invasion mm-hmm. is of course a comic series in which these scrolls do invade earth and it's kind of a mystery as to who's a squirrel who's not um that'll be a disney plus show so yeah and we've seen uh like wandavision and a couple other uh we've had a couple other squirrel end credit scenes so it makes sense i don't know when that's coming out though i think yeah i don't i think i think they just announced uh like early production okay um, so I imagine but, that'll probably be like a big event style thing. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm, agree- I'm agreeing with you. Um, okay. I think I think I want to say that uh, Sharon was in is casted for it. I'm not 100 percent positive. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that. Um, it was just announced the- on Invest Disney Investor Day 2020. It doesn't have a date or anything. Okay, so it's probably a couple years away too. At least a year. Yeah, probably they've got so much lined up. Yeah, I guess at least a year, but I don't know that I'd expect it next year. Seems yeah. like a bigger one that you'd build up to to kind of cap off some sort of. You might series. be right, but um, I would say as far as Sharon and all that, I I don't know of anything in the comics with her taking a villainous turn. I know at one point she, I don't think she, she ever kills does. Captain America. Yeah, she kills Steve. But it was because she was like brainwashed by the Red Skull or something like that. So typically she's noble. So this is a very left out of left field transition for Sharon. Hundred percent. Maybe this, maybe Captain America Four is him looking for the power broker because the power broker is selling American secrets, and it's like another espionage type of movie. That would be good because I could totally see Sharon tying into that. It would be cool to see Falcon learn the truth too like oh i've been helping the power broker this whole time and i, I no pardoned the power broker yeah exactly <laughs> that would be cool to to see that that play out and just the the betrayal again yeah. so i would like to see that um i don't know what we going just on with did we Sharon. just come up with the plot i don't know if a plot has been determined really i think <laughs> i don't we even need know if they've to, written it i, I think, think we need started. to send a tweet to marvel right now and be like hey we came up with the idea I think they'll be like, we have a way better idea. <laughs> we'll send you an invoice. <laughs> um, but I do think, huh? They just send us a comic or something. They, they'll, they'll send us back a letter saying, LOL. 
<laughs> what were you saying? Um, one thing I did notice though when Sharon first appeared, um, it's like a little small callback in Winter Soldier when Black Widow appears. She kind of pulls that face mask off, and it's the exact same way Sharon pulled it off in this episode of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I thought that was like oh, a yeah, little same cool. Black Widow. Yeah, I thought that was like a little cool Easter egg. Um, I think that's um, why some people are kind of latching onto the secret invasion idea more because maybe that's kind of a tease or a slight subtle nod that oh okay Sharon shape shape shifting in some way yeah so obviously she, if she was a scroll she couldn't just show up like that so that could be kind of a a slight nudge if if they went that way I don't know I guess okay. that remains to be seen it would make sense as to why Sharon's making such a strange change into villainy but yeah yeah i guess we'll see more on that i don't know when we would see sharon again i guess captain america 4 or captain our secret invasion yeah that would be i don't know which one would come first yeah i don't either um but let's change our top bar change the sights to bucky okay so i feel like bucky finally got his piece towards the end he gave his notebook to his psychiatrist all the names crossed off we saw that traumatic scene where he goes and he tells Nakasima, Nakashima, Nakajima, Nakasima is the warhead that God dropped on him. All right. Um, <laughs> Mo- okay. Moving yeah. on. Um, and that was kind of a heart wrenching scene. Um, gives you like a really like a, a knot in your throat. Um, but what does Bucky do now? It's a good question. Does he hit on Sam's sister? Maybe to take her out on a date? He might. He's been putting the moves on. <laughs> he has. He hasn't stopped. He's, He's just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know where bucky goes now he doesn't really have i mean he's, he's given up the list so he's not really crossing names off of that he's a little bit more at peace i am not too sure where he goes from now i don't know that i don't see him just straight up retiring and living peacefully i think he will get either. called back into to fight somewhere he's not allowed into wakanda for the foreseeable for, future so yeah he's not going back there so I um, um I think I he has to, to stick it out with uh Sam for the next for the next up, up t- coming time, just because you know Sam kind of feels like a home to him, not a home yeah. but like a piece. Mm-hmm. If you know what that, if you think, if you get what I mean, they have a good bond. So, yeah, they're yeah. So I think he has to do now. that, like because there's no where else is he going to go? He doesn't have you know anything else lined up. Unfortunately, I don't think we're getting a Winter Soldier show or Winter Soldier movie. Correct. So he probably will just be a supporting player throughout some other some other show. So unless he joins some sort of team later on, I don't know if I I don't. I'd originally thought maybe he could be part of the Thunderbolts if they're kind of putting like a sort of anti-hero group together type deal. I mean, him and John did kind of mend fences at the end. They could kind of teamed up a little bit. It was more like Bucky was kind of babysitting or watching him for Sam because they don't yeah. want John to go do something crazy again. But you know that there was the whole part where Bucky had the Flag Smasher app and was able to trick the Flag Smasher people to mm-hmm. run right into him. So I don't know. They they could go some sort of route with that. Not to get too far in. We'll talk about the Thunderbolts here in a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, there, there's there's so many open ended ways that really Sam and Bucky could go, and it depends on when they want to get introduced again. 
again, with Sam, usually the Captain America movies deal with bigger events, like especially Civil War. So I could see Captain America 4, if it does come out after Secret Invasion, maybe Sam's dealing with the, you know, all the people not trusting each other after aliens invaded and look like us. That that yeah. fall out. So yeah, it could be it could be so many different things. I, I think, really don't know where, where Winter Soldier goes now. I think uh Sebastian Stan has to be I don't think he's done with this character. I found out no. when Sebastian signed on to Marvel, he signed on for a nine movie deal. I'm sure that's been reworked now because of the TV series. Um, it has to be reworked. Um, so I'm sure he, he's not quite done with that role. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think he's going to be in the new uh, uh, Captain America movie just because I think he's going to be Sam's sidekick, our partner, yeah. however you want to look at it. Um, but I, I don't know what he's going to be doing until then, though. You know, maybe just taking Sarah out on dates. Um, <laughs> one thing I did want to point out, though, I'm surprised he gave the notebook to the psychiatrist because that's the notebook Steve left him. Yeah, me did too. You... I know the symbolism okay. of it was because Sam had told him in a previous episode that he needs to not rely on like Steve and and the notebook and using Steve to kind of evaluate his worth. So I could see, I don't know, but also it's like a memento, like one of the last remaining things of Steve, I'm surprised you'd want to just give that up. But also Bucky had said that he was latching onto the book more because Sam had given up the shield. So the book was kind of like the last thing. Yeah. Now that the shield is in the right hands, I guess he's feeling like that's a little bit, that's enough. Yeah. I guess he doesn't need the book anymore. Although I would keep that. I would want to memory because especially if steve's written things in there it's kind of a neat thing yeah kind of gauge maybe just rip those two pages out i guess but that feels like you're like damaging it like if somebody like damages a painting or something you know yeah taking ruining history so yeah i don't know i would i would have kept it i was kind of bummed that he got rid of it but therapists i'm sure will take care of it i get the i get the metaphor like what it's what it's meaning for Bucky's mentality that he's wiped that clean. He's moving on. So it's good in that sense, but also I keep that, keep the notebook. Yeah. 100%. Um, did you have anything else on Bucky? Um, I don't actually one thing I wanted to say, Mm -hmm. it was lined up perfect when, uh, after Sam gave the speech, Bucky said, Oh yeah, I missed it. I was texting or whatever. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> um in First Avenger, Sam says, uh not Sam, Bucky says, give it up for Captain America. Like that would have been the perfect time to bring it around. Uh mm-hmm. after you know you know what I'm talking about when uh oh, Steve in saves the first him. Avenger. Yeah, yeah, the first Avenger when Steve saves him, everybody, he's like, Give it up for Captain America. That would have been the perfect time to bring it full circle with him saying, like, after that speech, give it up for Captain America. But like they the writers missed on that. I don't know. I think that would have been too much. You think? Would, I think it would have been too cheesy. I think it would have kind of killed the moment. I like how they did it better, I'll say. Okay. All right. I don't know that we needed like people to cheer necessarily like in that crowd. I think it was more... I think that that speech was worth cheering over. It was, and we certainly are like right now, but I think it was more of a subtle people watching on television around mm-hmm. kind of getting... It was just kind of seeing everyone's reaction to it. Just the their facial expressions not necessarily yeah. 
words of the cheering. So, but he does kind of bring it full circle a little bit, the way he pats the the shield on, like, when, as Falcon's walking away, he says, like, good job, Cap, or something like that. Did he pat the shield, or was he packing, pat, uh, patting his shoulder? I see, I thought I it was patting the shoulder. I think it was the, the shield. I saw it as the shield, just okay. as kind of like, because it felt like a nod to not only was he saying good job, it had like a double meaning, like good job Cap is in, good job Sam, but then also good job Steve for picking Sam. He was the right guy. Like it was okay, kind of, I, I see. I didn't see. I didn't think of it like that, but I guess you know, you're right. I'm looking at the picture now, and it is the shield. It is the shield. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I liked that little moment too. I also I did while we're on the subject of Bucky. Yeah. He did mention when he's on the phone with Carly that he. Uh, something along the lines of tried to do the right thing, but failed twice. And it took me a minute to kind of think, okay, well, what were the two things he failed at? And I think he's referring to Hydra when he enlisted in the war and then eventually got captured and brainwashed to become the winter soldier. So he kind of failed with the defeating Hydra. Okay. And then I think the second one is probably Thanos because he didn't stop Thanos and he got dusted away. See, I would have taken it differently. Which two? I'll- Nakashima, Nakashima, Nakajima, Nakajima, uh-huh. uh, and then the second would have been like how he took uh, Steve's death or Steve's leaving. I guess so. That's he how I would of, have it because I don't know that he failed. Like, Thanos was more of a team effort, not just like it didn't really rely on him. And if you think about it, Bucky never fought Thanos like one on one. He was like he was fighting like the minions around. Yeah, so, I wish I could remember the exact quote because I couldn't remember if it was along the lines of Bucky trying to like change the world or save the world or something. Yeah, in those respects. I don't know. I took it as Hydra and Thanos. I guess we can at least agree on Hydra. But um, I didn't agree on Hydra. Oh, you didn't? No, mine was. Well, what do you think Steve, the two? So you think was, it's uh, Nakashima, Nakazima, Nakajima, Nakajima. Oh, the old Asian man, or and then how he dealt with Steve's death, or D- okay. Steve's departure. I see. That's how I took it. I guess we'll have we'll have to agree, agree to disagree. To disagree. Yeah, definitely. But it's the most uh, civil thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Props to Bucky though for his counseling there, because usually Sam's the one who does all the great counseling, but Bucky had a very good great counseling moment there. I think. When, when he was saying good job, when he, when he was talking to Carly, like the whole phone call, Carly, when he was trying oh, to like yeah. tell her to like, you know, lay off, like this isn't the road you want to travel. Like he was trying to counsel out of that moment. Yeah. And I think that was a very Sam like thing to do. Or Sam like so words. It's too bad that she was basically trying to just stall him. Yeah. So, to buy herself off time. Bucky was her. trying his heart out. And I have to like commend him on that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, it was a good moment. And then, he was even he was like son of a bitch of course she's she just played me yeah but he still he still got there in time and he saved some people i thought that was a good moment too because one of the guys says he says like thank you for saving me and just a look on on bucky's Bucky's face face. of like wow i never hear that that was a good moment speaking of saving somebody because it's a great transition let's transition to walker yes so morgan thaw Morgan, huh? Carly okay. Morgenthau. That's what he yells when he. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. So when he showed up, I was like, 
oh shit because i wasn't expecting him when he first showed up mm-hmm. were you expecting him at that moment no i was like oh i forgot about him yeah i did I was, too. but i was excited i was excited to and see then him he, and then he had his shield too and i'm yeah. like that shield looks really nice considering he made it in his garage like 12 hours before yeah and um so i throughout that fight like you see like he's got he's losing it i think he's like losing it each punch he throws and then he has the option to save those people like in the uh the SWAT vehicle and then he has the option to chase carly and Mm -hmm. the good in him comes back and he saves the people and then you see him like fighting off two of the thugs whilst trying to like hold on with one arm Mm -hmm. and like i'm like oh my gosh like he is he's like he's trying his heart out right now and like i felt so bad for him and i liked the moment for him so much because it showed that like even though he's a little off hinged he still has a lot of good in him what yeah, what do you think no i i took it the same way i was really glad that given the choice he tried to go the heroic route and try to make those amends and and be a, a hero essentially so he's not all bad everybody i've talked to hates john walker through the series oh i still hate him too yeah i he's i just I like know. him for I've this been, one moment he's entertaining i think it's a good moment though to end because he it's showing that even though he's been on a steep decline yeah. this whole series, he's kind of coming back on an upward trend. I think it's everything that's happened. Very minor upward. Yeah, but it's showing that he's going in that he's direction. He's trying. He's attempting, yes. Yeah, that he could have very easily just gone after Carly. Even though Carly was giving it to him, he was fighting so... He, he, was, he was just in rage mode. He wasn't thinking. He's yeah. fighting kind of slow. Yeah, she's like flipping around, like kicking him and all these things just yeah and she was pretty much beating him again so he didn't really have a lot going on but i'm glad he went the hero route uh the shield was really cool i like last time when he was making the shield i thought it was a little bit cheesy that he had like one of his medals yeah on the shield but when he's but I like that it was punched. on the inside yeah, yeah when he was getting punched it like gave him that momentum to like like get stronger like try more yeah and props to you for calling out that his shield was gonna get damaged <laughs> Yeah, immediately. As soon as that one punch happens, that bitch got dented and I yeah. lost it. And then like I was like, oh Jesse's so right. And, and then like, when he threw it down, it was almost like split in half already. And yeah. It shows just how I think I took for granted like how durable the vibranium is and just what yeah. Steve was dealing with. Because the shield, the vibranium shield just takes everything. But yeah, with like a I don't even know what his uh what john's was made out of steel it, or it's some type of alloy, some type of different metals like making an alloy shield or something like an alloy yeah but i mean it's some sort of common metal that yeah, yeah he's had but, around. but yeah dented and broken that, immediately that shit looked like a piece of shit like <laughs> and like all i could think about was you when, when i saw every time i saw the shield getting dented more i was like jesse like get broken yeah <laughs> this probably won't be the last time either unless val is able to get him a new shield I mean, like, she probably like a better one. She won't she probably has get connect- him vibranium. She probably has connections to get vibranium, though. Or she can just get him a, like a supply of shields to yeah, a supply of shields. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of lame, though. Every time he gets a new shield, one superpowered person dents it immediately. <laughs> that would be frustrating. It'd be like Falcon's wings getting ripped off all the time. Yeah, I guess you know what would be cool is if I don't think they did do this in the comics. Like I, I was reading the most recent one the u.s agent comic mm-hmm. and it was getting broken it'd be cool if they gave him an adamantium shield 
Well, Adam. Comic- Oh, Adam! I must say, Adamantium isn't in the MCU, but it can be it now because now. they because they own the rights. They own the rights. Yeah, for if you're if you're unfamiliar, Adamantium is the uh, like unbreakable metal that coats Wolverine's bones. But yes. Marvel can't couldn't use it in the movies because Adamantium is technically an X Men property. But I I don't he hasn't had that in the comics. I'm just kind of having fun but with different metal types. Just to um go back to what, what you said, heavy. you said you weren't strong. Uh, I you didn't know how strong vibranium was mm-hmm. just think how many swings it took for thanos to break, break cap shield yeah. it took like three before like it started to crack like heavy hits too yeah. from thanos with that sword which is insane yeah that he was even able to break it at all was pretty intense but okay. i um i do appreciate walker and then he got the u.s agent she even called him u.s agent which yeah which which it made me cringe a little bit because like I think I think it was last episode. I said I don't want them to call him U.S. Agent, and she's like, "And you did, yeah." She was like, mm-hmm. "You'll be known now as U.S. Agent," and I was like, "Ugh, that just sounds." It sounds like a terrible code okay name. Way. She but was like, sounds, "They won't need a Captain America. They'll need a U.S. Agent." You know, she's kind but of. But that's such a there. crappy code name. I don't mind it. I think it's pretty decent. <sighs> like when I think like that one's just terrible. I could think of like. There's, I guess there's not many bad code names, but that one sticks out like a sore thumb. Maybe. Maybe I'm just familiar with it and associated with him. Don't like, mind it too much. You know who like, you, know, just... you know who I equate that code name? Do you remember in Arrow when uh Oliver is using his sister as like his sidekick and he calls her Speedy? Like that's yeah. such a crappy code name. Because first it off, is. she she doesn't run fast. And like US agent, like there's so many agents in the U.S. There's FBI agents, CIA agents, NSA agents, DOD agents. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, that's how I think of it. Like, it's a really crappy code name. I guess so. I don't hate it like you do. I I like it. The suit looks great. I'm sure we can at least agree on that, right? The, the suit looks really good. 100% the suit looks good. But I do like how Walker made a joke. He's like, it's the same suit. It's just black. <laughs> like, I like that he kind of made a joke out of it. Because you know he's yeah. gonna get roasted by, oh, like all the Marvel fans. Oh, it's just the same suit. It's just black. And like the the fact that he said it, like kind of made light of it. I think. I guess so. Yeah, I was. I guess it's good that they kind of called to it. But it wasn't the exact same suit. This one had more of like a triangular shape for where the uh, for where like Did the it? stripes are. Yeah, it was mostly black, and then kind of in the center was more of like a like the okay. top of the triangle would be pointing downward. So it's it definitely, again, the comics outfit. It's, yeah. it's that recreated. But um, yeah, it's, it's not a, in exactly identical, which, which I like. I'm glad that it's it, its, its own thing. It is the comics. It is the U.S. agent one. Because I saw him show up during, like, with Winter Soldier, like, during that fight. And I was like, oh, are they just going to have him keep the, the suit? Captain America yeah. suit? Yeah. So I'm glad they changed it up a little bit, or a lot of it. So... I liked it. I know we can't agree on the name, but yeah, definitely not agree on the name. We can't so, even agree to disagree on that name. Yeah. So, um, what are you? Um, go ahead. What do you think? Where do you think we'll see John Walker next? Um, that's the big question. So, I think we're going to see him. I think I really want to say there's a there's a secret in development Thunderbolt series being started. Like they're working hard on you know showing these different people um sharon can be in it val walker 
uh, Zemo, Beltrock. Uh, there's Batroc. so many Beltrock. Yeah, Beltrock. There's well, so Batroc many. Dead? I don't think so. Oh, he got yeah. shot. He got I shot. I by hope Shader. not. I don't think so. I think yeah. he's still alive. Um, but... I hope so. I liked Batrock so much better this show than I did in The Winter Soldier. Um, I I do I don't have like the... I do, but I don't like. It's not that I like them more or less. I like them regardless. I like them way better. There's so many people that can be set for the the Thunderbolt, Smiling Tiger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's so many people that can be there. So I, I really want to say we're gonna see him in a Thunderbolts series. Also, uh, the guy who plays Zemo, Daniel, he tweeted that he's uh, we'll see Zemo again. Uh, oh yeah, not mm-hmm. tweeted, but I think he posted on Instagram. So I don't know when we'll see him again. Like I said, it lines up for a Thunderbolts. But if Thunderbolts is off the table, like they're not working on one, I definitely think he might be in the Captain America 4 as well. Could be. That would make sense. I mean, especially if you want Sam going up against the Thunderbolts, maybe Sam has his own team or that he's assembled. Would be pretty cool, actually. That would be pretty awesome. But um, I think your I think your assumptions about the Thunderbolts are correct because Zemo has led the Thunderbolts, so it could be uh, John but, Walker in there. You could and have... you know what? And sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. If they do do a Thunderbolts, that could be one of the, like the major plot lines, or maybe minor. Who's like the leader, Zemo or Walker? Like they're Probably going back Zemo. and but they go back and forth between like leadership roles. That's what I'm saying. Like, I see of who like is the actual leader. Well, I guess it would probably be determined by by Val. So one thing that goes along with that is, well, you remember Zemo's butler bombed, blew up the truck with the flag the smashers. Flag smashers. Yeah, that was Zemo's butler. It took me a minute. I was like, who is that? I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That was Zemo's butler from episodes ago. But um, Zemo found out and was happy about it. And then Val was also very happy seeing it on the news, but then she does the whole, did I plan that? Did I not? You know, all this. I planned it. No, I didn't plan it. (laughs) Like, yeah, I think she very much has some sort of hand in that. And I think that goes along where Val is working with Zemo. She'll probably get him out. He'll probably leave the Thunderbolts setting mm -hmm. up us agent. And it would be cool if the Thunderbolts, she does assemble her own Thunderbolts team and they come to the rescue at some point and almost, kind of appear to be the premier superhero team again, or at least for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that they'll show up as villains at first. In fact, I think in the comics, they were giving the persona of being good until it was later revealed. Yeah. It It'd be like a suicide squad. Yeah. If the suicide squad were, yeah, I, I guess I could see that, but Suicide Squad aren't really necessarily pretending to be good. I think, I think that's why it would be better as a series. Mm-hmm. For like the first two episodes, they make them look good, and then like they slowly like the deceit falls into like them just being villains. I don't. Yeah, I could see that. I wouldn't mind it in a movie. I think it would look really good. With or it'd be really cool. It'd be very cinematic to see maybe Sam with his own team of heroes fighting against kind of a mirror squad in this Thunderbolts. I think that could be pretty, pretty interesting to watch. Just like a, I think civil war was where we saw these different, these two teams fighting against each other. But see, I think civil war was okay because they had like 
New York to fall back and Sokovia and like all these different events to fall back on. I think the Thunderbolts would need like a little bit more of not upbringing, but like backstory. Oh yeah, for sure. So I, I think, think that'll be built up over time. I don't think they'll see. That's why I'm saying I think they'd be, that'd be great just to like launch straight into like a series. So you have like the context. Maybe we probably got to see Val recruit new members because so far she only has john or at least as far as we've and seen zemo yeah we never see her it's Talk never official yeah. i'm sure she is getting zemo i still think i wouldn't be surprised to see taskmaster brought in oh i always forget Black about Widow him because we haven't seen him yet yeah so he very well could have been the first recruit assuming he survives the black widow movie i very much hope so i love oh i do too character so that would be cool. Um, other team members, I don't know, because you never know what Marvel's going to use, because they'll probably make their own kind of original mashup of the team. So some will be from the comics, and some will just be who they have lying around. So that would be interesting, too. Another interesting team that I that I saw could be in the future, not a villain team, but I wonder if they could be teasing up a uh, West Coast Avengers at some point, because... Coast Avengers is led by Hawkeye, who is getting his own show. Yeah. But there's also the White Vision as part of the West Coast Avengers. John Walker was at one point part of the yep. West Coast Avengers. Scarlet Witch. So it could be neat if we I thought I, see I that saw down something too. I saw something about them. Maybe they're making West Coast Avengers. But mm-hmm. I don't see uh Jeremy Renner like staying on longer. I think that's kind of where it hinges, yeah. I think once his contract's up, he's gone. Um, even though I don't think he has much going for him right now. Yeah, what else is he doing? I think Kate Bishop might kind of fulfill that role instead. She could, but she might go to the Young Avengers. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess she would be a Young Avengers, which we'll talk more about later also. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't really see him, Jeremy Renner, staying. Like, I don't know what he has going on right now. I like Super I don't weird. Think anything. Last I saw of him was Tag. So I follow him on Instagram. The dude just released a, like a rock album. Like oh, music. so he's really like, okay. He's expanding his like what he does, and I don't know if he's like he's a phenomenal actor, but I don't yeah, know how much. He's one longer, of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer. Like I don't know what he's doing right now. This has like, got to be his like premier gig right now because everything else has kind of fallen off. Let me also put this in the perspective of I am a huge Jeremy Renner fan. He's probably in my, my top three favorite actors. Hawkeye's yeah. my favorite Avenger. So I want to see more of him. But also, yeah, he's not really if he's doing like a rock album, it, it sounds like he doesn't. A lot of actors do that. Um, so he has six. Seem... So he has six things lined up. Uh, the What If, the Hawkeye series, both come out this year yeah. in production Spawn. And then back home Spawn. again. They're making a new Spawn movie. Oh, he's in it? Yeah. With oh, Jamie okay, Foxx's cool. Spawn. I'd uh, watch that. Okay. Yeah. Um, back home again. It's some kind of movie. Uh, looks like a comedy, honestly. Oh, it's an animation. Uh, Mayor, uh, of, Mayor of Kingston. It's another it's a TV series. So maybe he's getting in a uh, TV. And then, maybe. Uh, there's one more thing called uh, Doc in development, but there's not much. It's a Western. Huh. So he has so some things lined up, going on. but it's just more so animation, which I feel like animation, you go in there, talk for like eight hours, and they make the movie. 
Yeah, it's just voiceover work, and maybe yeah, I don't, I don't even think. I guess it depends on what they're doing. I doubt he's doing motion capture, but maybe. Regardless, it's not like a big cinematic that he's yeah. got lined up that he needs to drop Avengers for because he's blowing up too much. As much as I love Jeremy Renner, it, it, I think he could stick around. I mean, if you think about the original Avengers, we still have Thor hanging yeah, around. I, I guess it, technically the Hulk, even though Ruffalo's kind of newer. I guess oh, he was never in Avengers one. Yeah, but so, I think uh, I think Hemsworth's going to stay for a while. I don't see him yeah. leaving anytime soon. Me like, either. That's my point. I, is it doesn't I, mean that the OGs yeah. are gone. I think Hemsworth really loves taking Thor with uh, like Ragnarok, where he's kind of gone from Ragnarok, broke mm-hmm. Thor from Inf- uh, Endgame. Yeah. So I think he uh, he's really embodied Thor now, uh, and I don't think he's going to. He's making Thor love and thunder. We're getting right. way off tangent, but he's Marvel. making yeah, he's making Thor. But I don't see him making a lot more solo movies. I think he's gonna be mostly there for like like uh, team up movies and like the Guardians. He said he wants to keep going for quite a while, but he is becoming where Jeremy Renner feels like maybe he's a little bit stagnant right now. Hemsworth is getting a lot of jobs. He's getting solo movies. He's seen as like an action star. He's doing, yeah, I think he's got like a sequel for that Extraction movie. For that's what I was going to say, Extraction too. But I don't know if that's a prequel or a sequel. Well, uh, either way, he's still he's, got yeah. a lot going on. But he, he seems pretty dedicated to, to wanting Thor to continue, which I think, I imagine from his perspective, Thor 1 and 2 didn't do so great. He was probably seen as like the weakest Avengers series. Yeah. And then a Thor 3 catapulted everything to where that's like a very sought after series now with Thor four coming out it's got some big names the director is really i think the big the big pull so probably as long as they can keep that director going he also has seven have a series he also has seven projects what if escape from spearhead thor furiosa uh hulk hogan biopic extraction two and then down under cover so he has a couple movies he's doing as well yeah, I guess it really depends on the actor's mentality, too. I mean, as far as we know right now, Hemsworth is still game for Marvel. We really don't know anything about Renner. I think we assumed he was on the way out because the Hawkeye show sounds like it's going to be a baton pass to Kate Bishop and that Kate Bishop will be the only Hawkeye. But really, that may not be the case. He may stick around and do his own thing. Maybe he yeah. leads the West Coast Avengers and Kate Bishop goes into Young Avengers and they kind of weave in because Kate Bishop will often have her own stories where she goes off and does something, you know, mm-hmm. without Clint and Clint's kind of doing his own thing. So as much as they can be, it's not a, they coexist together. They're both Hawkeyes, but you know, it doesn't have to be a total, you know, takeover, you know, like how we're seeing with Falcon and Steve, yeah. you know, Steve's gone. Now you got Falcon as cap. It's not like that with Hawkeye, like two exist at once. So it doesn't yeah, mean make, Renner's gone. It, it, so it, it could be, it de- kind of depends. I'm sure on what he wants to do and what they have plans for probably how successful this Hawkeye series ends up being. If it's a flop, they'll probably say, all right, well, we got Kate Bishop. Yeah. Peace out. Renner. Yeah. But I, I'm, I don't know. They're on a hot streak. Well, two for two, I guess. Yeah. He was itself is pretty hot. And so. I'm pretty sure Loki's going to be a hot, another, another success. Yeah, I think so too. It's probably the one that I've been least intrigued with, but I feel like the series will be good when we actually watch it. I was more intrigued by Loki than WandaVision, if I'm being honest. Oh, 
WandaVision was my number one most anticipated oh, see, of the three. Mine was Cap mine was Falcon and Bucky. Okay. And then uh, Loki, just because I know Loki's going to be doing a lot of time travel. So I thought that was like a crazy thought. That will be cool. I just haven't, like the trailers haven't wowed me the same way that WandaVision and Falcon have. Not that I think it'll be bad. I'm yeah. very much looking forward to Loki. I'll be all over it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes, but I don't, I'm not putting it on a, a huge pedestal like I have other projects. So we digressed a little bit. So mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of it actually. Um, so was there anything else you wanted to talk about with Val? With Val, uh, I don't believe so, I think. But she will be, she'll probably be like how Nick Fury was a little bit. She'll probably pop in little scenes here and there with different projects, maybe end credit scenes. So I'm sure we'll see more. Like we had said, she was supposed to premiere in Black Widow. And yeah. then Falcon and Winter Soldier was going to be the second one that she popped into. So I'm sure she'll kind of dabble in different shows. I and the actor, actress they got is... Um, a great actress yeah she's pretty high caliber i would say like she's yeah she's she's a great pick so or a great get so, yeah yeah but we can we can keep going with other characters um the other character our next character was zemo which we kind of covered as well yeah anything you want to add on zemo no i just think we're probably looking thunderbolts with zemo he's I not going to stay in the raft for too long um we could he can also make an appearance in captain america 4 It'd be cool if John Walker busted him out the same way that Steve busted that would out be very everybody cool. from the raft. That would be kind That'd of be... like a neat contrast again. Um, so that leaves us next with Eli Bradley and Isaiah. Yes. Um, so we'll start off with Eli. Do you think he takes up the mantle in Young Adventures? Yeah, I really think so. I do it, too. When we were earlier in the episode, it didn't seem like they were giving him a lot of screen time. He just kind of seemed to be like in the background somewhere, like yeah. a couple lines. But what really made me think so was the last episode. He was getting a couple more lines. He was, you know, putting his face like right up to the camera, talking to Sam, looking really interested. But also when Sam was giving his speech and it was being televised and Isaiah and Eli were watching it together, Eli, his face looked like he was really absorbing this and really Mm -hmm. inspired by it to the point that I think he would be very into the idea of taking up some sort of patriotic mantle yeah like sam so i that's what i saw it kind of looked like he had that glint in his eye like he he could even look at sam as like a role model now yeah exactly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah i i agree i think he's going to take it up as well um i don't know when or where we're going to see a young avengers take place right um we because we've seen some of them already i don't think it's going to be till after the hawkeye series once we see kate bishop yeah because who Um, do we have so far young avengers wise we we will have have Kate Bishop, Aaliyah, uh, Eli Bradley, the when two Harry twins. Howard, yeah. Yeah, the two twins. Oh, right. Uh, Speed and Wiccan from one And then I feel like we're missing one. Uh, we are. There's, um, oh, I'm, I'm blanking. I just. Not Ralph it. Boner. No, not Ralph Boner. Uh, Young Avengers would be, oh, Miss Marvel could probably be in that. Kamala Khan, she's getting yes. her own show. She's getting her own show, which I am not excited about at all. They could have um, like Amadeus, Cho, Hulk. I don't know if they'll introduce some of those other characters. I don't know how big this roster will be. Yeah, probably like but, four to five characters, six, yeah. five to six characters. But Eli will need to, I think his powers, he's not super powered necessarily. I think he ends up taking pills that give him like a temporary strength enhancement. So he's not a permanent super soldier. And of well, course, right was, now he has no powers, but... well. 
obviously with the way he shot that basketball. (laughs) 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 But I was going to say, like, I'm really curious to see if, like, the super soldier gene kind of got passed out. Maybe he got like a fifth. That would be cool. That would be so, really like cool. His, his like Isaiah's son or daughter got it. And then, you know, half of it. And then like a quarter of it to Eli. So that like, would be neat if maybe whatever he takes is kind of elevating the suppressed gene within. Yeah. Him. That would make sense. So maybe yeah. it wouldn't work for other people, but it would work for him or yeah. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe power broker wise boost him maybe he does get maybe. a permanent boost. Uh, i don't know all but. i know is right now the boy doesn't have nothing <laughs> that's all we know for sure um yeah. but he yeah keep an eye on him still even though he seemed still like a very small minor character i think it's yeah. still a tease of what's what's to come potentially so um the other thing was uh e- not eli isaiah um, I think Sam did Isaiah right by getting him a statue in the uh, Captain America wing, just so that people will know. And there's like even like a little like wording next to it, just to show that he, uh, you know, his tell his story. Yeah. And people don't know that he's alive yet, so Sam didn't like out him. Yeah, I th- I thought this scene. I was surprised how captivated I was for it. it I and I credit that a lot to the acting of isaiah bradley like the actor who portrayed him uh, i think his name's carl lumley did a phenomenal job every scene he was in Mm -hmm. it was like he was stealing the scene uh so good i mean so much emotion Uh, it felt so real when he was seeing this history museum and just absorbing it all and just you know kind of like the the teary-eyed look and so happy with sam i it was i was so yeah captivated is the word It, it really stuck struck me I thought really I would be like, oh, yeah, the action scenes or, oh, yeah, Falcon. But so many times it's Isaiah Bradley that's really got me hooked. And he, yeah. You're, you're right. Great, that is his great, name. Great uh, his name is Carl. You're right. Carl Lumley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, great job. You think but we'll yeah. see Isaiah beyond this? No, I don't think he's going to make another return. I don't okay. see. Unless he makes a return in Young Avengers where he's kind of mentoring Eli. Um, that's true he could show like, up with eli's arc yeah yeah like kind of like showing like this is what i would have done this is what you didn't do you know like you have to be a leader you know like people are looking to the team's looking to like things like that might be the opposite he might be telling eli not to do it because he was telling sam not to do it but sam's not his grandson so but, and, if but eli's also, suddenly jumping in also he did it then tell sam that he's one of a kind uh yeah so I think if his grandson wants to like follow this role, I think maybe you're right. He could be like very, you know, anti follow Yeah. And then, you know, kind of towards the end, he is like, you know, good job kind of thing. And then maybe like in a season two, episode, movie two or whatever the case is later on, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, trying to give him advice then. It could be. Yeah, that could be some growth for Isaiah because Isaiah is pretty stubborn. Yeah. But and I, other- I feel like it would be too close to home. Just other than given that, all of his circumstances. Go ahead. Other than that, I don't see him ever making another return to the MCU because I don't know what else, unless we get like an Isaiah movie. But I don't think I Marvel. It. I don't think Marvel would want to do that. But if they did do that, it wouldn't be Carl coming back as the actor. I think you're totally right that uh, well, they could de-age anybody. It seems like, but I do. Yeah. I do but the, agree. The, have that... you seen him without the makeup? He isn't like the most young guy. I haven't, or I, I may have, but I don't. I don't recall. He's big though like yeah he's like a brick house so or brick wall i guess is more yeah 
but um (laughs) but um yeah i think you're right i think he would show up whenever eli shows up again and we'll kind of see their dynamic because they don't seem to i don't know eli respects isaiah a lot but i i do think eli trying to be a hero would hit too close to home for for isaiah so yeah, yeah I, w- I would expect to see him again in that capacity. I think you're yeah, right. That's, I think that's about it. That's all I can see him showing up in. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for Eli and Isaiah. Do you have anything else? No, that's all I got for them too, Young Avengers. So the last thing on this episode is we decided to rank the episodes. I think the best would be like maybe you go through your first three and then I go through my three or maybe you want to do all yours at once and then I do all mine. Sure. Yeah, we can we can make this kind of quick. So um, my top three, I was happy to see my favorite episodes were actually the last three, which to me signifies that the series was getting better and better as it went along. So like the last episode was my favorite just with how things were tied up, how all the arcs closed out, seeing Falcon in that new suit, seeing Bucky kind of come to terms with things and all the teases for the future, U.S. agent, Val, uh, Eli, so many different things. And then after that was uh, episode four, which is the one where John kills that flag smasher yeah. lieutenant and all of that with Lamar. And then uh, five, the second to last episode where Sam and Bucky take the shield from John. So those were my my top three episodes, which so I was, you said yeah, You said six, four, five? Six, four, five. Okay, so I'm six, five, four. Oh, okay. Even better uh, then. So they kept progressively getting better. For yeah. They, too. J- just like you said, I just, you know, the episode, last episode, we've just talked about it. So I don't want to like talk too much about that. Mm-hmm. Five where, you know, that fight seemed to start them off where they break Walker's arm that, that caught me. And then how it kept going with like, you know, Sean Bucky, you know, kind of progressing and the talk at the end um, Four with the beheading, how it ends, you know, I, I think it has to be there. And then throughout the episode, you see that tension rising between Walker, uh, Walker's team and Bucky's team. So it has to be six five four. Um, so you what was to... your least favorite episode out of all of them? Yeah, one, uh, two. Episode two, okay. Two was my least favorite episode, and that's like the John Walker like reveal is Captain America and that like truck fight. Well, the, the reveal is one. Well, uh, and... I mean, like where they're interviewing him and yes. running onto the field. It's very yes. cap-oriented. Yeah, yeah. I think that's my least favorite. Uh, you get the fight, and then, uh, yeah, just all of it. I wasn't a big – I'm not a big fan of Walker, so I think that's probably why I'm uh, – that's my least favorite. So in order, it's six, five, four, three, one, and then two. So literally, it, it almost got better with each episode. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, my – surprisingly, I put the – I put Madripoor, the episode three, is my Oh, least see, favorite. I, lo- I like that episode a lot. I, I like Madripoor as, like, the... I like the cinematics of it. I guess I, I just... When I looked back at other episodes, I kind of felt like they had slightly... I was a little bit more interested in what was going on in some of the other ones. That was a good episode. Maybe in hindsight, later, I'll retroactively change that. Personally. Yeah, see, I liked it with the, the action. Was we got to see Zemo finally, like his tactical fi- yeah. ability, his fighting ability. We, um, I think that even the Wakandans pop up in that. Is that the episode with the Wakandans pop? I or is that think four? that's at the end. I think yeah, is where they pop up. Yeah, and that's a great way for that to end. Um, 
we see Sharon pop back up. You know, I, I really liked it. We see Smiling Tiger. We get to do that yeah. character. Uh, Let so me make yeah, it I, clear too that all of these episodes are great. So ranking oh, them, saying like one was my least favorite was really like okay, that was an eight out of ten instead of a ten out of ten kind of deal. Yes, so, all phenomenal episodes, but um. Yeah, yeah, great series. Again, yeah, two for two, like I was saying. WandaVision, yeah, no, I agree. Falcon Winter Soldier, great. So I have high, well, I, I have, um, I expect Loki to be on the same level as well. Do you, do you have a preference, Falcon or WandaVision? It's really hard to, like, say which one's better because they're completely two different, like, yeah. way two different ends of the spectrum. Like, they kept saying WandaVision, something that we have never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they took us on that roller coaster like episodes like one through like what there's eight episodes, like, may have been like ten or I can't yeah like the first the first half like the last two episodes like were more like a regular TV series I I want to say maybe thirteen but, yeah something oh, like yeah. that but like the fifties episodes sixties seventies eighties nineties episodes like all those were like something we've never seen before so I don't know like. I guess it it have to be like which one has more rewatchability for me. Yeah, that's and where at I'm at. The, and at this time, I have yet to go back and rewatch each any of the series quite yet. Maybe because they're so fresh. Like WandaVision ended and then jumped right into Winter uh, Falcon. Yeah, and Winter Soldier. So I haven't had a chance to like let me sit back and go watch that. So we'll see once they sit for a little bit because I know we have a little bit before the new Loki series. It doesn't come out till June. June eleventh. Right. Yep. Yeah. So we have we a got, whole month. Yep. Pretty much. So in the meantime, we're expecting to still keep the podcast going. So even Absolutely. though we'll be eagerly anticipating uh, Loki, and we'll for sure be covering Loki when that comes out. Um, yeah. In the meantime, I think we're still deciding what exactly we're going to cover and talk about to bridge that gap. But we will still be talking stuff. I'm pretty confident it'll still be comic book related. Absolutely. Okay, so Unless it's about our life. It won't be. That's okay. nobody cares about that. You're so, right. <laughs> so it'll be comic book related. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. We will have more coming, coming this way. And um, but yeah, I think that's all I have for today, Tyler. What about you? No, that's it. You nailed it. We nailed it. Uh, put the nail in the coffin. Okay. Um, yeah, I uh, I think that's it. All right. Well, I appreciate everyone for listening this far. And uh, we will see you in the next episode. Peace out.